Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce to you the hosts of the Average Joe's Gaming Podcast, Jesse and Joe, Episode 3, Mama Shark versus the Kickstarter Monkey. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Jesse. And we are revisiting Kickstarter. With my point of view. Yes. Jess didn't really have a chance to weigh in on episode two. She was out of town, and now she's going to have her mama shark moment. I really didn't need to weigh in until I realized how many Kickstarters the husband has signed up for. So when I listened to the second podcast, and I found out he had... Kickstarted, like what? What is it? Almost fifty yeah. games. Yeah. But you said in your defense that it's not like you count it as. My defense is they're cool. <laughs> See, I was gonna try to help you out, but you just totally dug yourself a hole. Even my deeper. defense is I, I work hard, and I work, like, two jobs, and so that pays for the Kickstarter Okay, so for those people out there who are stupid or not... Wow, that was harsh. Not educated like your wife, or uneducated like your wife. I'm uneducated. What is Kickstarter? I have no idea what Kickstarter really Kickstarter is. Kickstarter is a, a fund page. It's... It's where you have an idea or a prototype or even might even have a game that's been developed, designed. You have a physical copy out there and you just want to get it funded and get it in people's hands. And so you go on Kickstarter, you make a campaign, and you, you hopefully get enough backers to make it successful. So I was on Kickstarter a while ago, way back, like, oh. This was months ago, maybe even a year ago, and I was kind of looking around, and it's not just for games. No, no, it's there's tons and tons of stuff out there. I mean, like Tom was saying in, in episode two, he backed watches, he backed a, a coffee table that looks like cassette tape. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's still sitting in a box, un, uh, unassembled. What? Why hasn't he put it together? I, I think he keeps buying stuff. So that's the uh, Kickstarter monkey. We love you, Tom. Yes. But uh, the, the Kickstarter monkey is real, people. And uh, you have to feed the monkey. You do not need to feed the monkey. Mama Shark is coming in, and Mama Shark is saying, we need to stop. I'm actually looking at Kickstarting uh, Glyph Chess, which uh, I believe was like $136 for the full set. Yes. And um, that is an awesome looking game. It does look cool, but my my whole thing about the about it is just who are you going to get to play this game if I don't want to play it with you? Um, I don't think there's a fact of you not, not wanting to play it with me. You're going to play it with me. Oh, really? Um, because if I feed the Kickstarter monkey, then you must play it. I must play it. Okay. You do not want to upset the Kickstarter monkey. Well, He's vicious. What about Mama Shark? 
Mama Shark will get taken down in the waters by the Kickstarter monkey. Oh, whatever. You're not the even Kickstarter monkey is vicious. And once it's cornered in water, Mama Shark goes down. Mama Shark isn't going to go down on this. Alright. Need to, need to tighten those purse strings here uh, on that wallet. We'll see. Let's let the, uh, the listeners decide on that. Oh, <laughs> what lis- how many listeners do we have? I don't know. Uh, I listen to myself. Oh, okay. So, you know, and uh, pretty sure uh, Sally listens to us when Hi, she's Sally. not working. And uh, possibly Karen. Hi, Karen. Um, I know Brett's listened to us a few times. And uh, I think uh, I don't know if anyone else will listen to us. You know, if they do listen to us, then they can they can drop us some feedback at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast at Outlook.com. Ooh, we have an email now! Yay! Yes, uh, a whole three minutes to set that up. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually less time than I spent on Kickstarter. Yeah, because you look at Kickstarter all the time. I do, because all the time they keep adding new stuff. It's weird. It's a vicious circle. It's a vicious circle. Yes. Um, so do you, do you, where do you want to start? I don't want to start. I just want you to stop. <laughs> We're not starting. We need to stop. I think we just progress. No, we stop. I think the, the game room needs to have an expansion. Um... I'll talk to Tom, see if we can get another 20 by 20 added on the back of it. Let's go up instead of back. Ooh, up, that sounds awesome. And then we can get like a fireman pole <laughs> and slide down in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of rambling? It's possible, I don't know. It's possible? Yeah. What games have you played? What games did you play while I was gone? Um. Let's see here. I played... Uh, uh, Danger, Danger, Dinosaur with my parents. We played that, didn't we? Yes, we did. So how was it different playing with, what, three? There were three of you? Yes, it seemed to actually go quicker with three of us. And I think the game supports six or seven. Okay. But it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, when, I think we were done with it about 15 minutes. Yeah, but in our defense, when you and I played it, it was the first time we had played the game, so obviously it took us a little bit longer. Right, but yeah, there's not much to the rules. It's they're set up. Um, it, the rule book's really easy to go through. I like that game. And they're very specific on how the setup goes, so it's 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 a really fun game. That one was that one was fun. I would play that one again. Um, and we played Epic Monster Tea Party. I haven't played that one. I've only watched you play it with the kids, and that one looks a lot of fun. That one has really awesome pieces to it. So you, you play a, uh, a monster, mm-hmm. and you're having a tea party. And so you're picking heroes out of the labyrinth, which is a black um, it's a bag. Black bag, yeah. Yeah, it's a bag. And so you'll pick these heroes out, and each hero can either add points into your teacup, or if you squish them, you can do their special abilities. And they range from draw again to drink your teacup or um, steal a hero from another person's teacup or spill somebody's teacup back into the labyrinth. I thought it was everybody's um, teacup into the labyrinth. No, I think it's, it's yours or someone else's. Okay. And then there's one that... Um, uh, let's see here. 
don't know. There, there's there's some pretty cool variabilities with the, the heroes, mm-hmm. and they're they're really nice. Um, they're I mean obviously they have a little bit different shape, slightly different than each other. So if you're if you're that person that reaches in the bag and oh that person that knows okay I'm gonna pull out this shape then, yeah, I guess you're kind of just taking the fun out of the game. But if you just reach into the bag and grab the first one you feel, cool. It's it's actually a really fun game. It's very quick. The kids loved it. Oh, they had a blast with that um, one. My mom really enjoyed it. She did? Oh, yeah, she really got into the squishing. Even though she wasn't <laughs> squishing them into her cup, she she would just say squish and then throw them inside. <laughs> so. That's. That is awesome. I can totally see your mom just going, Squish! Yep, and then we played uh, two games of, um, what is it, Breakfast Punch? Oh, yeah, the new the new breakfast game, the classic breakfast game you got. Yeah, like Monster whole... Crunch, I think maybe is Monster what it's Crunch. called. Yeah, um, it's, it's by General Mills. Mm-hmm. And it's the old Count Chocula and Blueberry and uh, Yummy Mummy and Frankenberry and Fruit Fruit. And so it plays up to five. And it, really awesome pieces. Uh, each person has their own deck, and you're basically just playing around the table. And uh, you want to either play the same number or a higher number and get rid of your hand first. And if you can't play a card that is the same number or higher, or combination or whatever your power allows, then you pass. And it goes until your last person to play a card, and then everyone puts their bowl into the victory pile. That's their victory points. And then you go again. First person to be out of their hand, because it goes three hands, first person to use their whole hand, ends the round. And... Uh, the other players with the cards that they still had in their hand, they discard them from the game. And so at the end, you'll just count up how many cards you have in your victory pile, and that's how many points you get. It's a really simple little game, but it was a lot of fun. My parents really liked it. And the nostalgia of, of the, you know, Frankenberry and mm-hmm. those guys. It, it, was, it was pretty fun. So. so a little... Your parents don't play a lot of games unless with you. My mom really likes board games. Yeah. My dad will play them with me. Mm-hmm. So, and he enjoys them when we play them. It's just he's not he's not a gamer. So, but he enjoys when we play games. I feel so. like there are certain games that we play with your parents compared to games that we play during our game days. Because your parents right. really like to play, you know, the the nostalgic games, the, the Marvel games, the Star Trek games, those type of games, and um, games that the, the grandkids, their grandkids, can really get into. So, did any of the kids play with you when you played Monster Tea Party? No. What? They were inside playing Minecraft, I think it was, on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it was it was later at night anyway, so oh, okay. they were kind of winding down. And, and so we, we we came out to the game room and played a few games, and then by the time we were done, it was like 11.30 at night, and they were going to leave at 6 in the morning, so <laughs> it got 
Kelly. Yeah, and they had a long drive home. Yeah. So obviously, yes, they wanted to get some sleep. Yeah. So um, that was that was what we played last weekend. And I didn't play anything. I was alone yeah. in my parents' house. That's my type of vacation. I go to my parents' house and I just veg. I'm like Joe, who you you want to go and do and everything and not sit down and not do. I do. The last time we went up to see my parents, uh, we were doing just about everything we could. And then I remember driving through downtown and uh, downtown Two Rivers, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. And I saw a little game store. So I pulled over and I had you drive back to my parents' house. And then I went and shopped. And then uh, I said, well, I'll just walk. I think it's only a couple blocks. And it was like, I think it was like five, uh, maybe almost ten. More like twelve, fifteen blocks. Because like I regretted it about halfway through. I think you stopped at the gas station and got me a Mountain Dew because yeah. I had asked you to get me some Mountain Dew when we when we got there. Yeah. And you and I both like miscalculated how far it was yeah, from downtown to your parents' house. Nobody came back and got me. You could have called me. Too much pride. Right. Yeah. Besides, I walk all day. You do walk all day. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, my my idea of vacation is uh, just kind of doing stuff. You know, going to conventions. Um, you were you were keeping busy. Yeah. You weren't you were doing stuff for your parents. You were, you know, we we did the kite festival, which if you are in the Two Rivers, which is over by the Green Bay area, during Labor Day weekend, you have to go check out the kite festival that they have. The kids absolutely loved it. Yeah, and the guy that puts it on, he runs a, uh, I think it's called Unusual Flying Objects. Mm, something like or that. On a, yeah, it's, 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 it's a really cool store. It's flags and kites, and this guy is just awesome. Mm -hmm. I think his name is Chong Chang. Something like that. I don't know. You've been in the store. I want to go in the store. And he is—he's—he's he's such a cool guy. Yeah. So. That—that's an experience. I—I'm looking forward to that this coming year. I'm hoping we can go back. Probably will. Yeah. So I but, hope you can come. You weren't feeling well that morning when we actually went and saw all the big kites. Oh yeah, yeah pretty big migraine. Yeah. The kids absolutely loved it. They ended up, I ended up coming back with what five sand rats. They were all covered in oh, sand, yeah. and just they loved playing in the sand by Lake Michigan. It was the best. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We got to, we do a lot of stuff up there. But we have, uh, we have some trips coming up here. Yeah, uh, we do. November seventeenth. Yep, you're going to Rochester. My old stomping grounds, Rochester, Minnesota. Yes, two D6 games. We're doing the yellow VIP night where we get to walk away with an 8-bit box and rate the board game and a mini mini game as well and then the promo uh, lollipop for King of Tokyo. Is it sad that I'm looking forward to just a little promo card for this thing that you're going to? Yes. I'm a nerd. But it does not come with the power-ups. It's just a promo. It's just the character and the, the victory point counter. But so. like you said to one of our other gamer friends, you know, when we play, 
king of Tokyo, we don't play with a power-up. Right. Because we usually play with the kids because that's, you know... It's more on their level right now. Yeah. It's so one of our kids. It's our middle son's someday favorite when I, game. Someday I start uh, conditioning them for strategic games, then we'll have the power-ups. So. I think your, your conditioning is going to come when our youngest daughter really starts to... She loves to play with games. She's four now. And yes, she age has, five, she'll be playing Axis and Allies. Right. <laughs> she'll have her. She'll just take everybody out. She'll. You'll have her playing Risk, and she'll take everybody out because yeah. nobody will be playing against her. Yes. She. She loves her board. She has her own shelf as a does. board game room. Yes. They're all Haba games. Yes, they're all Haba games. I think she has like fifteen now. I don't know. There's her still. favorite is Unicorn Glitterlock. Yep. But she has been pulling out um, Silly Shenanigans. Yes. Which she's getting closer to, I think, understanding. That's one of those ones where I think it, it says four, but I think it's more of an older four mm-hmm. um, certain concepts. But yeah, she'll, she'll just whip that little unicorn game out and set it all up and she'll just those, those little unicorns around all by herself. She doesn't care if anybody's playing with her. Nope. Then she screams at her brother. Does. When he tries to play with her. Uh, what is our next trip after that? Uh, Okaboji. Uh, yes, the convention in Okaboji, January 5th and 6th. There's two, day, two days combined, and it is 24 hours of gaming. Mm-hmm. And, Not uh, straight. No, it's, it's it's two days combined. It's from 10 a.m. to 2 a.m. on Saturday, and uh, like 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Sunday. I think so. And they have organized play events, they have tournaments and giveaways and all kinds of goodies. But that is uh, Lake Shore or Lakes. Oh, what is that one called? You're um, gonna have to look it up, aren't you? It is. But I'm super excited about this one because I just recently decided instead of trying to finagle and go down south where it's nice and warm, I'm going to stay here and we're going to make it a little family trip. Yeah, we're going to take Kathleen and Gavin over there and we're all going to play some games and then they got a cool, like, uh, indoor pool. water park yeah. pool area. So the, uh, the website where you can go to find out more about this is, is lakesareagamefest.com. And they've got a bunch of info on there, and then they, they have accommodations too. So if you want to stay at the um, place that the convention's at, it's, uh, they got a discount rate, and all you have to do is mention that you are going to the convention. So looking forward to that one. We're going to go right after I get off work. Which and you have to work Saturday because... There's no um, no work on January 1st. Yes. The holiday that's not a holiday. The holiday that's not a holiday. Yes. So I have to work that Saturday, which shouldn't be too bad. I'll be down there about 2, 3 o'clock, play some games, and have a lot of fun. And, and from here, it's only like what? About an hour and a half. Hour and a half. Yeah. So, and then uh, our big one comes in May. Yay! And what is that one? That is Geekway, and I'm so excited. Geekway. Geekway to the west, young lady. Sorry. Yeah. So sorry. One of the coolest gaming conventions that I have ever been to. 
And you've been to more than I have. I've only been to the one up in Brookings. Yeah. Brookings. That's the only one I've been to. You've been to Brookings. You've been to Vermilion. Mitchell, Vermilion. Uh, I don't think I've been to the one in Sioux Falls. Because that's not really a game convention. Not really a game. They really, up until this last year, I haven't seen them have any right so well they, the first year they had an area with uh, ions group and that was uh, was for war gaming but um, and I think I think last year they had one with the ions group as well but you had to pay a separate charge just to play board games in there and well and that's what they did this year too you had to pay extra to get into the board game area yeah I didn't go to I mean I saw some pictures and it looked pretty cool for the uh, like they had a giant aliens uh, display. I thought cool. that'd be kind of cool, but I don't know. And Just, I know the Ghostbusters, the South Dakota Ghostbusters, were there. Yeah, uh, it's just uh, for that one, the price is a little steep for what you pay there. Yeah, I mean, it's about what you pay to Geekway. Okay, so. back to Geekway. Yes, back to Geekway. Okay. Back to Geekway. We have we are going and we are not going to have any zero zip zilch no little. I am so excited for this because we've been married for five years. Five million years. <laughs> together for it's let's see, James is seven. No, he's eight. So seven years. We've been together, and the last time we had zero children. And it was just you and me for an extended period of time was our honeymoon. Yes. And we even had to cut that short. Which, yeah, which I was called by work constantly. Every single day you got at least three phone calls. Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. Three phone calls. But, I don't know. It's so work. Yeah, <laughs> it's I'm my life. super excited to go to Geekway because, number one, I have never gone to Geekway, and you went last year. Yes, I went last year, and it was just, it was awesome. I uh, shared a room with Tom, and we had a blast, and uh, this year I'm going to share a room with my wife, which will be a little weird. Whatever. Um, but uh, I'm sure we'll manage to play some games. Yes. And number two, the reason why I'm excited to go is because we will have no children. Yes, and I'm very enthused to meet some more game designers down there, go to the vendor booth. I had a blast doing that. And I know, you know, it's it's about meeting people and, and playing games, but I also love buying games. I came back with the back of my car filled okay. with games. Now, to put this in perspective, your back of your car, we're not talking about a normal car. You have a, what, 2005? 2095. Yeah, in the future. No, what? I have a 2008 VW Beetle. Okay, you have a Beetle. It's the and manliest it's, car made. Yes. That's a whole other discussion. <laughs> I don't want to ramble any more than we already have in this podcast. But anyways, you have, and it's a convertible. And you oh, took yeah. that down last year. Yeah. And when you were unpacking this thing, you had board games everywhere. Yeah, the trunk was full, the back seat was full, and the front seat on the passenger side was full. And it was just like Mary Poppins 
bag coming out with all these just I'm pretty sure our big board game table. How big is our big board game table? Eight foot by four foot. That thing was full. It was. Of games. Yeah. But here's the deal. I know how to pack. You do know how to pack. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it was kind of hilarious. Like, you just kept pulling stuff out. And I'm like, when is this going to end? There's got to be an end to this because this is the smallest car ever. And you're just keep pulling games out. Just kept pulling games out. Yeah. Well, the worst part about it is every time I bought stuff, I didn't want to carry it around, so I just ran it out of the car. And then when we got back to the hotel, because we didn't stay at the convention, mm-hmm. we would have, we had like a five, ten minute drive, something like that. Yeah. And so then I'd unload the car into the hotel, because it, it was basically a drug dealer's den. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we were staying in. There, <laughs> the one night, I think it was the last night we pulled up, and there was guy out there just yelling at this lady and I'm pretty sure it was kind of shady let's risky. just say that <laughs> and um FYI side note we are not staying there no we're staying at the convention because then I can stay up late while she's sacked out in the room with a book yeah <laughs> my entire suitcase is going to be booked yeah so I'll be able to play some games and then last year I got to meet Tom Vassell so that'd be really cool if I could I could get my wife to meet him that, that would be fun because we kind of talked about also in the future, maybe next year, going on the Dice Tower cruise. Yes. That That is like our ultimate, that would be the best. Yes, if I could actually get that much time off. I don't see that happening, but... At birth? Um, th- two days is kind of my max that I can take time off. Um, right. It's, I guess I'm needed. <laughs> You get your, that place falls um, apart without you. Oh, I don't know about that. It does. But, it really does. Um, no, I, I have a lot of responsibilities, and, and I'm yes. I just I, I'm in a position where I can't take time off. I mean, uh, if I was a normal driver, yeah, I could take a week off at a mm-hmm. time like anybody else, but I'm not. I'm kind of the guy that people count on. So two or three days tops. Yeah. Uh, and last they, time I was going to take a week off, I was told that I cannot take that much time off. At one time. Yes. You can take it off throughout the year, but you cannot take it off at one time. Right. But yes, they the if you don't know about the Dice Tower Cruise, they I think they switched it from just like a short extended weekend cruise to now it's like five or seven days. Yeah, so that kinda put me out of the picture on that one until I'm old and busted. Get old and busted now. <laughs> I'm busted now, not You're old. Busted now. You're not old. Yes. Joys of being physical. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, let's get back to Kickstarter a little bit. I don't want to because I don't want to get into this argument with you. So you keep saying you keep saying that the Kickstarter monkey would win, but I think if you actually like, if you're not just doing the whole Kickstarter thing, it's the monkey versus the shark. My vote goes on the shark. Mine's the monkey. Because there comes a point as a wife, as as a mom, as, you know, your better half. I'm using air quotes right now. Better half. Does that mean I'm the worst half? No, you're not. You're my better half. And I'm your better half. I 
think, and this is being totally honest, that you really need to think about. Whoa. No, not think about. Um, sleep on it. There you go. Just sleep on oh, these I do. games. But here's the problem. I sleep on these games, and then the Kickstarter monkeys are in my head, and they're like, you need the pledge. You need the pledge now. You don't do need it. the pledge. Do it. Pledge it. Get the game. <laughs> go all in to the Kickstarter monkeys. You don't need the pledge. You um. You really need to... And yes, I know you work hard, and this is your little... Would you say this is my little hobby? Looking around the game room right now, seeing that we have three game tables that we can barely get two people to come over at a time. Right. And I have shelf upon shelf of games. Floor to ceiling, wall to wall, mm -hmm. over 20 foot. Yep. Did you call it little? I wasn't calling it little. It's a huge hobby. It is a huge hobby. And I'm not saying stop kickstarting. You're saying do more. I'm not saying do more. <laughs> I am saying that you need to be more selective. I agree. I should be more selective. Only tabletop games. <laughs> I'm I'm going straight and you took a hard hard left right there. I feel like the left was there and I just I took the detour cuz it said road closed ahead. I'm not closing it. <laughs> it's closed for a season. Oh wow. I mean that's around here construction seasons could last years. So, I don't kill the monkey. I'm not trying to kill the monkey. I'm trying to rein in the monkey. You can't rein the monkey. Well, you, then I'm going to try to kill the monkey. You, I knew it. You're trying to kill the monkey. You cannot kill the Kickstarter monkey. You want to know why? Why? Because he's immortal. Mm-hmm. Yep. There See? can be only one Kickstarter monkey. You can't go on a Highlander tangent. <laughs> Seriously. Just because I know what Highlander is. You can't go on a Highlander tangent. Do people even know what Highlander is? Well, if if they're educated, they do. Okay, I was educated <laughs> by my dad. If, if they're human beings, they do. If, if they're normal and not aliens from outer space, if they are real human beings, they know what Highlander is. They know the name Ramirez and Connor McLeod of Clan McLeod. Let's just take a quick poll here. I'm <laughs> going to ask the girls. The girls say Highlander. What's that? Is that some kind of cake? <laughs> and they said Highlander. Highlander is probably going to be like um, is that like Outlander? No, we're not talking Outlander. We are talking. No, about we're not talking Outlander. about. I mean, yeah, technically they're both Scottish and they both get naked all the time. But okay, one's Christopher Lambert. Nope, we got one. Nope. Wow. Friends are now lame. Got one nope. Well, who is the nope from? Amanda. Lame. 
She's more into books, though. So. Um, Highlander has books, I'm sure. Yeah, so we'll get her some educator. Otherwise, she's just a body snatcher. Nope. So. The, the, the Kickstarter monkey is not immortal. Well, the Kickstarter monkey. The Kickstarter monkey is going to be put in timeout. Wow. Yes. He didn't do anything wrong. All he does is go, Kickstarter being. <laughs> then I'm going to go get the broadsword. Jeez. <laughs> stab him. I'm going to chop his head off. Bad Kickstarter monkey. Yes. Get away, monkey. Get away. Instead of going all Mama Shark on the Kickstarter, I'm going to go Highlander on the Kickstarter monkey. You're going to be only one. Right? Kickstarter monkey. No. <laughs> so, what have I kickstarted lately that... Well, okay, so start off with uh, a couple nights ago. Last I, night. Was it last night? It was last night. I don't know. For me, it seemed like uh, about a year ago. Um, <laughs> I, I work a, a lot, <laughs> so that affects my brain sometimes. Um, so last night, I guess, uh, in some kind of realm that was Jess was in, um, we went through the Kickstarters that I've been waiting for, and, and how many of them were late, and how many of them were on track, and um, what kind of add-ons and stuff like that. So we made a, what did you make, a database of all the ones that I'm waiting for? No, I made a document because I was, um, going to put it out there, I was... She freaked out. I didn't freak out. No, I, you told me to write it down because you were, you had already written it down because you had gone to a class and you were bored. So you would well, uh, it was either that or sleep, and, I, you know, they frown upon that. So. <laughs> so you had written it down, and I was already on my computer because I was writing a story, not a story, a novel, and um, I decided to... By the way, novel's called Kickstarter Monkey. It's not. <laughs> but that's not like a bad... No, I don't know. I can't do the whole fantasy thing. It's called Kickstarter Monkey. I'm, I'm more of a contemporary person, like in the now. And anyways... You know what's in the now? No. The Kickstarter monkey. <laughs> I'm getting the broadsword. <laughs> okay. Go on with your, your story. I wrote it down. I made a Google Doc out of it. You did? I did. Yeah. And it's two pages. That's weird. I feel like it would have been bigger. But, I mean, awesome games, right? Okay. On the Highlander vote, it's one to one. We have one of my friends knows about it, so we got four. I got four friends in this competition. Who knows about it? Christine knows about it. She knows both. She knows the movie and the show. How old is she? She's like forty something. Okay, so she's old enough to know better. Okay, so she knows about the show. Yeah. And everyone knows the show is not nearly as good as the Highlander movie. Okay, that's your opinion. Number one. Number nope. two doesn't exist because they messed it up. Even though it's got Sean Connery in it and Sean Connery's the man, number two makes no sense because they completely went off in a different direction. They made them aliens. And, I mean, to be honest, let's just pretend two never happened. I feel like this podcast is like the Pong game. We are all over the place. Back to the Kickstarter monkey Google Doc. Kickstarter monkey. 
I'm going to play Baby Shark for you. All right. So, yeah, it started uh, going through the Kickstarter games. And uh, what kind of brought it up, I was talking to my buddy Eknum, and uh, he's mentioning, like, have you seen the Champions of Midgard has a sequel game out? I was like, yeah, I didn't really look at it too hard. But it's one of those games that I've wanted to play for a long time. And then I get there. <laughs> so I was like, well, I should probably rate it in a little bit and, and go through and see how much you know, kickstarted. And so Mama Shark got mad. I didn't get mad. And uh, she ripped my heart on my chest. I didn't. She watched it beat for at least five seconds before shoving it back in. I didn't. Kickstarter monkey got scared. Good. But he was not that afraid where he didn't uh-huh. In my dreams, I heard Kickstarter. <laughs> Out of the games that you have on that list. Yes. I know maybe three or four. I know three or four are... Um, Munchkin, Unicorns, and Friends. Yes, which I backed for you and our little girl. Because I love Munchkin. And she loves unicorns. Yep, because she's four, and she's so darn cute. Yes, I can't say no to her. Then don't go to Hy-Vee. Kickstarter. I don't. Um, she's going to come up to me one day, and she's going, Daddy, Kickstarter monkeys say you need to kickstart unicorns. <laughs> and then and then five months later you'll have a gigantic horse with a horn stapled to its head I, I mean staples might not be it might be glue but because right now there's this ginormous purple unicorn oh I saw that I just it took me everything to turn away from it I was like how do I fit that in my car because it's eighty nine ninety nine. yeah I mean that's a drop in the bucket for Kathleen this thing is bigger than she I know. <laughs> I was like, she could ride this thing. Anyways, so I know about the Munchkin Unicorn and Friends. Mm -hmm. I know about the best treehouse ever. Best treehouse ever. And I... I did not do best treehouse ever, but nice try. No, the forest fun one. I didn't do that one either. I said that filler is late because they just finished... Uh, Fulfillment on the best treehouse ever for Spawn. I thought you did that one. No, I did not. Okay, my bad. I missed that one. So I'll probably get that one if it's retail. But filler is now massively late because of that. Maybe that one's on my. That's um, your on your want list. Most anticipated for 2019. Yes. Which is probably going to be on stores here pretty quick. I'm guessing that's pretty, pretty late for the backers. Now. Um, Okay, so that's number two. What was your, you said three or four, so what was the other one you knew about? Um, the other munch, I didn't know about it, but it sounded semi-okay to me, was Munchkin Steampunk. Yeah. And Munchkin, like, sorcery school or something like that. No, that's Bell School. Bell School. We already have that, so when we get that for, well, so we, and we backed the Steve Jackson Christmas in July, and that came with, Two games that I'm getting with Munchkin Unicorns, which is Spell School and um, 
Munchkin Oz. So when we get those, hopefully in December, we're going to be doing a giveaway. And uh, we'll have that a little more organized when the time comes. Mm -hmm. So we will send one of our listeners a game. And then you have been talking about the Dinosaur Island. Ah, uh, yes, Dinosaur expansion. Island. Yep, totally liquid. And, and Dulosaur Island. You've been talking about the Deadwood and then... Yep, I got Deadwood, and uh, the add-ons were Tortuga and Salem. And got that on Monday. Yep, got that on Monday. Tortuga and Salem looked awesome. Um, really, really excited about the Deadwood game, and then I opened it up, and the, yeah, the inside of the cover had come unglued. I'm guessing it was just a manufacturer error. error. So I'm going to try to glue it. I got a hold of... Uh, Vacate games, and uh, he says try to fix it. You can't fix it, so then they'll try to figure something out. But uh, I was kind of bummed about that. So, but you know, all in all, I think they're only like a week late mm -hmm. for for October fulfillment. So, yeah. and then not too bad. The big one I'm waiting for, which I'm getting so bummed out about because I keep reading the comment sections, and that's like the worst part about Kickstarter is reading all the comments, is you can get in a really dark place in there. So, are you, the, but the next game that I'm looking forward to is is the one that you've ta been talking about that you think you can get Kathleen, our four-year-old, to play, and that's Fireball Island. Fireball Island! Yes. The Kickstarter monkey came through. Is is that the one that you're reading the comments about, or is that a different Yeah, one? no, that's the one. Um, apparently, there's some deal with Barnes & Noble that they had a, an agreement with them. So it went from their fulfillment center to Barnes & Noble Fulfillment Center, and then they were starting to sell them online already. And, uh, yeah, I guess it caused a big hornet nest with uh, a bunch of the backers. And I didn't know anything about it until I started reading the comments. And I was like, yeah, it kind of sucks. But, you know, you're not going to ever prevent that from, from happening. Just because you're a backer doesn't mean you're going to get the game first. Yes, you'd love to get the game first, but chances are it's probably not going to happen. So. so what's the difference between what Barnes & Noble is selling and what we are getting what you well, ordered. I don't know if there's really any Kickstarter exclusives that come with Fireball Island. Um, I know that they are just selling the base game right now, and we're getting the base game with all the expansions. So that's the difference. And what's that? Two or three expansions? I think three. Three. Um, and then there's... And then maybe there might be a Kickstarter exclusive. But there's something that comes with the base game. Okay. So, and that... That's supposed to be... Um, shipping now, next week, something. I don't know. But uh, I'm really hoping to get that one by uh, um, Thanksgiving. We'll see if it actually happens. From all the comments that I've been reading is the, the shipping uh, shipping facility or fulfillment center that they're using is really slow. and They're backed up by weeks. And so some of the comments I'm reading is we're lucky we'll get it by January, which really would suck. But that is 
probably my most anticipated game because I really think I can get the kids to play that and, mm-hmm. and get them away from the Xbox for a little bit. Nothing wrong with the Xbox. You know, I used to play video games when I was a kid, but uh, and still do play Madden now, but not very much. I play board games. I'll, I will sit down and play a board game with anybody, anytime. And when I say anybody, I mean as my approval. And see, I, on a weekly, every other week basis, I want to smash the Xboxes at least once a week. Yeah. Because I didn't grow up with that. And the only game that I play on the Xbox, and this is sad, but I'm not good at video games, is um, Lego Marvel. Yeah. Which, we're adding a video arcade machine to the game room. Your Christmas present to yourself. All right. Yeah. And what game is that? Rampage. Rampage. So I grew up playing that game. Rampage the video game versus Rampage the board game that we have. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. So what's the difference? Well, I mean, they kind of just took the, the name from that. I mean, a little bit. You're still smashing buildings. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get people... You're trying to fight the military. Whereas in Rampage, the board game, you're trying to eat meeples. Uh-huh. You're smashing buildings. Well, and, really and you've got... Smashing. You're um, dropping on them. Dragons? Is it dragons or dinosaurs? They're, dinosaurs. they're, they're like Godzilla-type. Yeah, uh, yeah, kaiju. Things. And uh, whereas in the um, uh, Rampage arcade game, uh, like there's like a gorilla... And there's a crocodile. Um, I think there's maybe a dragon or something like that. I don't know. There's four different creatures. There's three mm-hmm. different creatures you can choose from. I think one's a wolf or something. I don't know. It's been a long time since I played it. Um, but I saw there were. I think this was on Kickstarter actually. The video last game. year, maybe a couple years now. Um, one up arcade mm-hmm. machines and. Walmart started carrying for like 300 bucks, and I've wanted an arcade game for years. And I just, you know, I grew up in arcades. I grew up playing arcade games. My dad would always take us to the arcade, and he'd play Blitz or whatever football game he was into at that time, and we'd get a couple coins, and I'd go off and play X-Men or whatever. Same with Gigglebees. You know, when that was in business here, shoot, I would always go and play X-Men. Okay, so for the people that do not live in South Dakota, do not live in Sioux Falls, what is Gigglebees? Gigglebees was the coolest arcade in the world. Um, And I say that because it's true. (laughs) It really was, and I don't really remember going there very much because I only lived in Sioux Falls until I was about six, and then I moved back. They had mechanical robots, mm-hmm. uh, such as Wilbur and Friends. Wilbur that, was the coyote, yes, wasn't he? Yes, he was the coyote. And they had, I think, three or four other robots that would ride around on tricycles and deliver your pizza to you. And then they would talk to you. And uh, they were awesome. And then you had this massive arcade and bumper cars, and just lots of cool stuff. And... Uh, Modern times, they had uh, the basement was uh, laser tag. They tried to upgrade and 
and do other stuff, but you know, all those things where you gotta compete with everybody. Chuck E. Cheese came to town, mm-hmm. and I gotta say, Chuck E. Cheese is nothing compared to Gigglebee's. No, I mean, Gigglebee's was. I just remember this coyote coming on a tricycle, and it has like the the pizza tray, and that was the coolest part. You know, it, it wheeled right up to you, and it delivered your pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when they had parades downtown, you'd see Wilbur riding his bike mm-hmm. and uh, talking to kids and giving them away, uh, what was it, free personal pizza and, like, four tokens or something like that, little, little gift certificates. It was pretty cool. And that uh, that got replaced by a bank. <laughs> so pretty much everything from your childhood just goes away someday. It does. It so. really does. There's really nothing that, like, kind of... The nostalgic value, you yeah. know, that's where a lot of the board games come in. Right, and for board games, I mean, like I've said before, is, is I grew up loving board games, and I didn't know there was such a hobby like this until you know, I don't quite think a few there years really ago. was. Uh, it's, it's been around for quite a few years. It's just it's, now it's mainstream. Yeah. So you know, it's it's everywhere you look. So before it wasn't wasn't so out there. Mm-mm. You know, it existed, but it just wasn't wasn't out there. Mm-hmm. So now it's, you know, it's everywhere you look. TV shows and in uh, malls. And mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we've got uh, three game stores in Sioux Falls. We've got the Game Chest downtown, Dragon's Den over on the west side, and then Rainbow on the south east side, kind of. Rainbow's kind of like a comic book well, slash... It's, yeah, it's comic collectibles. It's... Collectibles. Uh, you know, you got sports cards, and you get comics, and board games. And board games really um, just started a couple years ago, something like that. But, you know, I grew up going to Rainbow Sports Cards when I was a kid. And, uh, you know, you see John and Jay there. And uh, I think I remember even uh, talking to their dad a few times. My dad used to go in there all the time and, and buy boxes and boxes football cards, just to open them up and get Packer, Packer cards. <laughs> and then he'd just sell them all back the rest of them, because that's all he wanted. Compared to you, my childhood is boring. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what happens when you grow parents. My, my childhood <laughs> was boring. Boring. Oh, come on. You, you, you grew up on four-wheelers and we doing only got different four, stuff. We only got four-wheelers when I was in high school. Okay. Well, I mean, we did a lot of trips. It's because I'm cool. I went to Disney a couple of times. Well, look who's bragging, pulling off the name drop. And um, San Francisco, Toronto. Where else did I go? America. Um, <laughs> Vegas. I went to Vegas. Wow. Yep. That's kind of lame, though, when you so, go with your yeah. parents. Anyways. Wow. I couldn't do anything. And well, I didn't what would you do if you went by yourself, huh? Not necessarily go by myself. I did get to see the Hoover Dam, which was kind of fun. And we're totally rambling right now, and I completely forgot what I was going to ask you about Kickstarters. Kickstarters. Okay, so. Kickstarter monkey. I remembered. Tangents. Sorry. This is this is our life. We, we go off on tangents anyways. But, um. Yeah. These games. You were telling me earlier 
that not all of these games that you're kickstarting will be in store or right. on miniature market or anything like that. Because the only games, because when I was looking at my list for games that are coming out soon for like 2019 for like one of our Christmas shows, I only saw the Munchkin one. Right. And some other obscure, not really obscure, but ones that I know of. But none of these games are on Kickstarter. Or they were, they're, most of the games that you are kickstarting, I have no, I didn't see these on Miniature Market. And well, well, for instance, um, I'm hoping it gets back, or I hope it, it's successful. Um, I believe it's called Dead Sprint, and uh, that's that's this little card game. Um, saw the guy on Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, he, uh, he said, "I'm kickstarting this game here," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, back that." <laughs> <laughs> and that is a card game about you trying to outrun zombies, and. And that's one that you probably won't find in stores. Maybe it will make it to it. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, there's, there's several of them. They're just smaller uh, small releases. Um, like what's under the carpet. There's like 38 backers, and I was one of them. Yeah, and that seems like one of those games, like you said, that we could get the kids to play. Oh, yeah. I, I did an add-on. Uh, I did Hoagie, which is a sandwich game. Uh, Trash Wars, which is... Obviously, uh, you're fighting with trash at the landfill, and uh, which goes great with my job. Yep, <laughs> kind of like garbage day. Yeah, and then the other one is eyeball boxing. I'm like, what? What the hell is eyeball boxing? Awesomeness in a box, apparently. Apparently. Eyeball box. You want to eyeball box tonight? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> it's about. Um, it's way past bedtime right uh, now. Yeah, so my wife. Uh, she she ends the night at eight o'clock because she's she's tired. Because I have to fight with five well not five four four children. Yeah, and she doesn't ever sleep, so she's always she's always laying there with a book. So she doesn't sleep, and she goes to bed at eight o'clock. Because that's the time I get to read. And and I hit the pillow and. Yep. Get the gold. You do. It must be a guy thing, cause maybe not, because our boys just refuse to go to sleep. <laughs> our boys just refuse to go to sleep. All three of them. How's that a guy thing? I fall asleep at everything. You do. You fall asleep on the couch last night, and her middle daughter just kind of giggled at you because you like fell asleep. Sitting up. What's wrong with that? I fall asleep driving home. I know. Okay. Just don't do it driving, driving. Driving, driving. Don't drive, driving. It's a self-driving car. Okay. Wow. Yeah, 99 VW Golf. <laughs> self-driving. I feel like once you hit the ditch, as long as it doesn't roll, you're good. You're going to launch yourself one of these things. You're just going to go. Probably. German engineering. Good to go. You love those Volkswagens. I do. They're great cars. Manly. My VW Golf has giant dice in the front end. Mm -hmm. you know? And then I have Colossus just sitting in the garage right now. Yeah. I actually got my, uh, my Play
Slate's approved. Got yeah. an email today. Dice Dad. Nice. Yes. Yep, and then the uh, the bug is Average Jones. Yep, and I just went with boring Slate's for philosophy. Yeah. So, yep. I think we will never know who won. I think it's clear to say yes, that, that monkey won. Kickstarter monkey won, yeah. Yeah. Because they're awesome games and they need, they need me. They don't need you. I think they need me. No, they don't. Let's hear from some of our listeners and uh, just encourage the Kickstarter monkey. Don't encourage the Kickstarter Let's monkey. Put the Kickstarter monkey down. If we can get at least one listener to say, Not you. Kickstarter monkey. Not you. You rock. I have the weakness of the Kickstarter monkey as well. You can... Eh. So, Kickstarter monkey brains for dinner. <laughs> the Kickstarter monkey needs to go in timeout for a couple of months. Mm, I'm not seeing that happening. And I know Tom absolutely loves it when I kickstart anything because he gets this little ding in his email and says, Ding, Joan is back this. Yeah, you should look at this. And then if you don't like it, you know what? There's these three things that we're going to recommend for you instead. Yes. Like he said last week, it was like it's the pain of his, his wallet. Yeah. Yep, it is. And it's awesome. And I'm very tiredly waiting for some games. I only got... Well, I got two. I did get that uh, Take the Gold and Battle Goats. And that was a cool little surprise from... Uh, uh, the Pirate's Flag um, Kickstarter from the Cardlords team. And I thought that was was really awesome. I know I said that last time, but you don't get that. I mean, usually you're waiting, waiting, waiting for your games, and it's a month late or more. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've waited three, four months. I'm sure people have waited. I mean, Eknum, he's still waiting like four years for one of his Kickstarters. Yeah, so I mean, and Kickstarter is not a guaranteed thing. Yeah, it's, you said that. And that's one of the reasons why I'm kind of like, okay, Kickstarter Monkey needs to pick a timeout. He needs to hibernate. No, the problem is with Kickstarter Monkey is every time you say no, no Kickstarter Monkey, I'm not backing you today. Kickstarter Monkey gets pissed. Okay, then Kickstarter and Monkey is going to have to start kickstarting some of the things that uh, Mommy wants. <laughs> well, you can go ahead and point some of those out to me, and I will gladly kickstart some stuff for you. All right, great. That's a good night to know what to end on, because I have to go get a four-year-old and a three-year-old to bed. Oh, I will tell them a nice story about the kickstart monkey. Okay. You okay. going to help me out with that? I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> All That's right. not helping me. I'll, I'll take care of Kathleen. You get Gavin. She's the easy one. Yeah, I know. That's why I said I'll get Kathleen. I bet you I can get her to get out here right now and play a game. And you, you take care of Gavin. You take care of the boys. Oh, the big boys. No, they never go to bed. You even said so earlier. I need to end this podcast. All right. That's it for Joe. I'm going to bed to read a book. All right. That's it for both of us, I guess. So until next time. <laughs>